What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to CGX Cast. This is episode 36, and this is going to be a good one. We have a guest on our panel today. It's going to be pretty cool to hear what Clive has to say about uh, just all the discussions of the cloud gaming topics that we're going to cover. Our panel is a little different. Mark is not going to be here, and Holt is not going to be here. But Ben uh, just woke up, put you on blast, Ben, just woke up from his nap. So he should be joining us here shortly. Uh, but yeah, so much to talk about. If you guys haven't been following the cloud gaming news, Google Stadia had a solid week, I would say, with 10 indie games coming to the platform announced. And also uh, two games dropping this week for the platform. Good stuff. We'll talk about that. GeForce Now give us 13 games, GFN Thursdays. We'll talk about that. xCloud got GTA 5, which is incredible. Something people don't realize that game actually was on that platform. Then it got removed. They put Red Dead Redemption 2. Now it's back. But we'll talk about that and see how big that is for cloud gaming as a whole. And then we have some deets on Shadow. So we'll briefly sprinkle that in the end. And Luna had some features uh, included this week and a game that dropped and we'll talk about luna as well so that's the discussion of the cloud gaming cgx 36 this week but let me just take a sec to introduce the panel and uh, just see what they've been playing see what platform they've been using uh, let's get into it so to start uh, duncan what have you been playing sir what platform have you been using and okay I am outstanding as always, and uh, I've been playing on a variety of platforms as part part for the course. Uh, I've just uh, played on GeForce Now today with Tencent Trying Four on GFN. I didn't even know I had that game. It must have came from a humble <laughs> bundle or something. So I was given another give another wee word. I was playing some uh, Zombie Army Four, and I've been playing some F1 2020 on Stadia as well. Oh, hell monkeys! Uh, he's picked up about that and uh, I, i'm in there practicing for next weekend so i need all the practice i'm going to get because i'm going to be finishing last <laughs> that's hilarious that's hilarious it's pretty cool to see people still playing f1 so awesome awesome stuff how about you jerry what you've been up to what platform have you been playing also what game so uh it's been busy, so it's been difficult. But every chance I get to just game for a little bit, it's pretty much Outriders. Um, that's going to be through Xbox, Game Pass, so a lot of Series X and xCloud for that. The only thing I have that runs xCloud is the NVIDIA Shield TV Pro because we lost our PC access. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> going to talk about that well, today, yeah, but we'll, we'll I'm getting bombarded by messages yeah. about that one. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing it there uh, also. And uh, surprisingly, uh, SpongeBob was free on Stadia. So they hit a nerve with me. I had to start playing SpongeBob on Stadia. I just, <laughs> when I get a few minutes, I jump in. It's actually a good game. I played it on Epic on PC when it came out. And uh, I don't know, I was really happy when they gave that away for pro. So I've been playing that on there. It's a great game for Stadia. It plays great. Yeah, People are really sleeping on that game. I mean, don't sleep it's, on it's, SpongeBob. I it's said it good before. stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. I played it just to test it out for a few minutes the other day, and it was just, I ended up playing for like three hours. Yeah, it's really fun. And it's a game I think Stadia really needs too, because again, the Ratchet and Clanks are not on Stadia, right? The uh, Jack and Dexter are, um, 
Who else? Mario, if you want to go yeah. as far as to call it that. So it's, it's a good platformer for Stadia, for sure. Right, Hell oh, by the way, Ben does not look like he just woke up. He does not look like he just woke up. <laughs> the hair looks nice, Ben, I must say. I was... Okay. Oh, there yeah. he goes. There. All right. <laughs> no, I just woke up. Straight in the shower. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. How about you, Hellmonkey? What you been up to? What you been playing? What platform? What's <laughs> a bit? Well, guys, I finally managed to get into my PlayStation account so I could finally try PS Now this nice. week. Nice. And um, so I missed a lot of PlayStation games over the years because I was out of that ecosystem. So I dove straight into The Last of Us today and I'm playing through that all day today. And apart from that, playing some Stronghold Warlords on GFN. And uh, yeah, outside of that, just doing stuff for the channel. So I've not had much, but today I put some time on on The Last of Us, and I am thoroughly enjoying it. Is that The Last of Us one? Yes, the first one because okay. I yeah I haven't had a PlayStation since the PlayStation Two, so Ooh. I missed I missed wow. out on a lot of exclusive games from PlayStation. Wow. We jump into PS now, and most of them are there for me, so it's it's great, it's brilliant. That is so awesome. And uh, this is an article, I don't know if you guys saw it, but it's stating that Sony's, you know, working on an answer to Game Pass. But my yeah. thing with that is, man, imagine The Last of Us on PS Now, right? You're talking about, like, missing some, so many great IPs because mm-hmm. the last console you had is the PS2, God of War. Imagine, like, if you can hop on PS Now, go back and catch up on those games, right? Make sure that's, you check out. That's the yeah. advantage of a catalog, you know, a back catalog, yeah. isn't it? Right, right. Yeah, and it's the advantage of cloud as well because I don't need to go out and spend money on hardware to play that game. Yeah. It's, I've, I've so got true. it. I've got it right yeah. there in front of me. Right. Check out Horizon Zero Dawn because that's still on. It's on the list. It's on the list. Game. Yeah. Cool. cool. All right, uh, Clive. We're saving the best for last. Uh, we'll we'll get to your introduction, but just uh, let's check in with Ben real quick. See what you've been up to, sir. How was that little nap, Ben? It was it was good. My yeah. daughter was sitting there watching all sorts of movies, including Jungle Book, and I just slept through most of it. Good stuff. <laughs> Cool, cool. How have you been? What have you been playing? What platform? Oh, I've I finally got to dig in some real time into Outriders last night and played it for like probably eight hours yesterday. Whoa. <laughs> um, I I, got, I ended up having too much fun and couldn't quit. Um, but yeah, I, I also played uh, what's it called? Uh, Trover saves the universe on GeForce Now. Good stuff. By the creators Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's a fun game. I heard about that. Yeah, good, good. That's awesome. Good to have you on, Ben. All right, Thanks. so yeah, the guest of the show is Clive Illenden. I hope I'm not butchering your name, but that'll do. <laughs> cool, cool. But yeah, I fo- I follow your stuff, man. Your Monday night uh, stadium shows, great, great stuff. We were just talking about it earlier today, and man, the amount of work that you put in to that show is very professional, man, and Kudos to you. Kudos to you. I'm slightly sadistic, I think, you know. (laughs) We were saying, you know, like, effort in, effort results out. It's just like, (laughs) am I I mad here? (laughs) But, yeah, man, good to have you. So let the the viewers know what you've been playing, what platform. Yeah. Outriders. Um, On Stadia, it's it's a game that has some simple – I think it's well – 
well made in its in its structure in terms of it it's just got simple pleasures you know it's the pew 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 uh <laughs> a story a storyline to follow uh, a bit like division two they give you a line to follow if you get lost you know i hate I, i'm a great fan of single campaign uh games and um you know i just it's got that real and i really loved gears five um you know when that came out and just played it through i became intrigued with the story i wanted to know what happened next i wanted to understand what was going on and i just followed that through and and not just the the game mechanics but that the the the, the way the story structured is sort of is similar you feel you become attached to the characters i'm a great one for narrative and story but one thing i really did feel about outriders is um it really uses the different environments really well. Uh, and it gives you, I've had that, I've had a, a World War I trench battle warfare scenario. Mm. I've had desert warfare, uh, warfare scenario. There's jungle warfare scenario. There's a sort of Endor forests sort of uh, warfare scenario. There's Hacienda Mexican sort of Tatooine village uh, warfares is eight the, there's abandoned temple warfare that's like every different kind of environment and wow. and then and then the guns just get bigger which is that kind of simplistic pleasure nice. uh so it's just really really and i've just been drawn into it and despite all the issues with it and the stuttering that you know we've had and sometimes the the servers kicking people out i've i've had i've been fortunate that i've had long sessions on it and just got drawn into it and that's all on on stadia and in a way it's one of those things i'm kind of I don't really want the story to end a bit. I'm, I feel like I'm getting there and I don't really want it to end because by the time it's end, they'll get all the patches done and then uh, I won't want to go back and do it all again because <laughs> some of those bosses are a, a bit crazy. But yeah. when you are kicked out of the service for whatever reason, uh, SpongeBob, yeah. Because the other style of game is, you know, I'm a, was, you know, Mario, it's got all those Mario 64 stylings to it um, that make a, that every platform game is sort of, you know, uh, has sort of honoured, as it were, in its in its style and the and the structure and stuff like that. So, yeah, don't sleep on SpongeBob, as you, as, you, as you say. It's got, you know, instead of collecting stars, you're collecting golden flippers. You know, uh, frying pan flipper things. You know, and all those things. And yeah, it's great. And some real good puzzles in there. I do love a good puzzle platform game. So, yeah, those are the two main things. All on Stadia. I've been playing this week. That's awesome. So talk to me about the story. It's, I am so like envious of people who are putting time into Outriders because that's one game that I really want to play. But for some reason, I just keep getting distracted and I've only put in like an hour and a half. So when people are like, oh, so good. And I've been that I'm like, ah, I got to get back to it. But talk to me about the story because it seems like it's something that you enjoy. So I'm hearing mixed reactions with the story. Some people are like, oh, it's good. And I was listening to Chase and he was saying he was enjoying the story. Where do you fall with the story? I, I think you, you? I, I think the further you get into it, yeah, I think, I think you know, initially it's quite generic, yeah. I would say, you know, not so like, mm, yeah, so, okay, it's interesting enough. But I think as you as you get into it, and you have an opportunity to, I think there's there's a long period of time when you're you, you haven't really met the sort of the the main characters, as it were, the, of the group. There becomes a group of them, hmm. but it takes a while for you to 
for that group to consolidate and 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 congregate together and and sort of become a group there's some sort of you know initially there's you know some sort of some tension in there and and you know one's a prisoner and one's not you know and things like that and then and then they become a group and and you start to have empathy with them but it takes quite a while you have to hit at least level 10 before the story kind of kicks off yeah yeah that's, to get that's to that usually stage. where you start getting to it yeah good stuff but i think yeah. once you have that empathy with the characters um it gets it, it, you've got the simple pleasure of just shooting at things <laughs> and in a really cool mechanic way i think you know the guns yeah. are great the explosions the powers you know it makes you feel empowered that's what right. a game like an action game needs to make you feel empowered when you pull off you know a move or something like that and it does that you know people must fly do that really well they do the gunplay stuff really well um but yeah if you grind enough through get get to enough kind of level through the story and you get the empathy with the characters that for me that's where it starts kicking in and it's a bit and it was a bit like that with gears gears 5 for me i didn't really know the story before gears 5 right but as as that went through you, you saw the relationships between the characters you know kind of form so when things happen to those characters it you know call me an old wuss but it kind of impacts you a bit you know yeah, like yeah. like a good story should so yeah so that's it's put you might not see it in the in the beginning but you put the work in i think you'll begin to see the you know the, the narrative drive there there's also so many factions with their own backstories and everything and you get yeah. kind of sucked into it um but yeah i i I was having so much fun in the beginning and the world tier was set to automatically adjust. And I just stopped having fun until I turned that back down to like world world tier two and just like started shooting everything and having tons of fun, just blowing through the game. (laughs) Yeah. I've dropped it down. Like there was two bits, I think during the whole thing, I've dropped it down just because I was like, you know, I've done this 20 times and you know, it's that old kind of a sign of insanity. Uh, repeating the same thing hoping for a different outcome and like, no <laughs> i'm dropping it down to story level just to get past this boss and then mm-hmm. it's going back up to the levels that's cool and again square enix is the maker of this game and we know how well they do storytelling so good to know well it was it was people must fly and they did bullet storm which i think has a good i'm, I'm not that familiar that's with it although i right. i have uh it has a good reputation as a sort of pew 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 yeah. Uh, gut, you know, a gunplay game. Lots of yeah. good gunplay, a lot of feedback, and 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 feel good moments when you sort of you with the guns and all that kind of stuff. And that spirit is definitely in here for uh, sure. In the way the guns operate and sort of yeah, yeah, the feeling you get. For the hour and a half I played of the game, I can tell you the gameplay is solid, so solid, and so yeah, that motivates me to want to put in the time for sure. Cool, cool. All right. So let's get into the discussion again, uh, Clive. Good to have you in here. And I'm so excited Thank to you. have your point of view with some of these cloud gaming topics, right? So let's get into Luna first. Uh, some stuff happened with this platform this week. Again, 720p support. I'm thinking this is great for mobile if you're trying to use your data connection, right? We have a new login screen, if you want to call it, and I'll showcase that here in a bit. And then right before, Jerry, you did a video for this, which is kind of like a motorcycle uh, game for Luna that released this week. So we'll 
talk to the panel, see how you guys feel about this news. Again, this is what the fifth consistent, maybe sixth at this uh, rate, right? Consistent week of Luna game announcement and features, something added to the platform, right? So good stuff, but we'll get to the panel members. Just want to first take a sec. I see a lot of you guys are on here. Say what's up to the viewers. Your mama knows what's up. Good to have you, Raven Anime. You won the first. Good to have you on here. I see some people. Chief, what's up? Jay, what's up? I see Hellmonkey in the chat. I see chat. EJ Games, good to see you on here. So we're trying to get you on here as a guest, and maybe one of these days we'll finalize things, but good to see you on here for sure. Turn my volume up. Okay, good to know. We'll do. (laughs) We'll do. Cuckoo and then Happy and Cheryl's. Good to see you on here. And for those other people I didn't say what's up to, uh, Thank you for watching. Thank you for viewing. Let's get into the show, right? Let's start with Luna again. 720p support, new login screen, which I'll showcase here in a bit, and right for coming. Let's talk to Duncan first. What's your take on this news of for was, Luna for this week? Yeah. I, I was just trying to take a sneaky drink there. Uh, I think this is another, uh, this is them just taking over still, uh, continue the ad stuff during their beta. Look, they're just trolling me now, going for their drinks here. Look at them too at the end. <laughs> just sort of they're trolling. Uh, uh, I think it's pretty good that they are doing this. And I think this What's New screen is what we've been asking for for other platforms as well. Uh, just to see what we're going to put in notes about what's going on and things like that. The 720p, great to see for mobile gamers. And the Reg 4, again, another uh, clever wee pickup by them. And I think this is yeah, needs to be a worth uh, point tonight as well. This is above the games they have already announced, which is coming to the server this month because if there was a blog post was it last week uh, announcing them a couple of games coming so again Luna is uh, taking over well and it's beta form needs to come over here I'll say for Mark and the sooner it does the better but again I, I just like the way it's shaping up there yeah I you're right we it'll, it'll be nice for the platformers to have this login screen right so when you come on you can know what's new it's 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 pretty cool and Luna's I would say is one of the first to to do it. So kudos to them for sure. How about you, uh, Ben? What's your take on the Luna news for this week? Honestly, this is the first time I've seen it. Seven twenty p is awesome. Um, yep. I think everybody should have that just for the mobile experience. Um, never heard of Ride Four, but judging by the screenshots right there, you're showing that looks like it could be fun. Haven't tried it, uh, but I did watch uh, Jerry's vid on it. So, Jerry, let us know how was the experience covering this game? Did you did you like it? Uh, yeah. So, this game's not that old, as you can see. As you have pulled up over there for Ride Four, is this October of last year? And yeah. there's a pretty decent following for this game. And as Duncan mentions all the time, they're doing a really good job of getting specific games over that they feel like are going to fill voids or speak to certain players and just like you see with f1 2020 and those type of games these are great for community events uh you know having race uh, competitions and things like that so uh it was good it's 
I mentioned in the video, the bitrate feels a little bit soft. Uh, the 1080p wasn't as crisp as I wanted it to see. That's happened sometimes on Luna, but what they're doing, especially with the Luna Plus channel being specific ports for that, um, they want to make sure that, especially in a fast-paced game like that, you don't get stutters, you don't get hang-ups, you don't get... Because one, one of those in a turn, and you're going to be absolutely done. So I had none of that. The game ran great. The controller worked great. I had no latency that I could tell, and uh, no stutters, no problems. It's just a little bit softer than I wanted it to be, but the game ran great. So you mentioned community play. And that brings me to, I'm sure you guys are aware of where I'm going next uh, with this, right? This is a Luna Plus channel game. And online, as I'm looking here trying to find online, not seeing online. Um, so I'm assuming that this game is not online. So what's it? Just... It's, it's the same problem with Sonic Racing and yeah. with this game. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really feeling like the online is just something they're not ready to push out in the beta form yet, but it's going to be there. Uh, I still think it'll be there in time for the August 31st release of New World because they're going to have to have a multiplayer structure working right. for the Luna Plus channel to run that game, that exclusive on Luna. You, you know it's going to be there. Right. Um, so I think they're just, as everything else, they're kind of slowly getting there, and I do miss it. I wanted to play Sonic Racing online um, and wasn't able to do it. So it is frustrating, but I am trying to give some leadway there, and it is, it's, it's got to come eventually, so I'm just waiting to see what they do with that. Just remember, there is a multiplayer game on Luna Plus. What, which one is it? The baseball game, isn't it? Mega, uh, yeah, it is. It is multiplayer, I do believe. Mega Where baseball. is that bad boy? Where is that? All right, uh, well, you know, all the Ubisoft games have their multiplayer, but that's yeah. a completely separate situation from right. the Luna Plus channel. So um, they're they're gonna get it there. Yeah, I've said this before about the multiplayer. I think it's not on on purpose. I think they're trying to limit it as much as possible so you don't get to situations where there's no lobbies and then you get that bad sort of press out there that you can't get, find multiplayer games. And yeah, we know how, how many people could be playing it right now, right? You know, in early access, just in the United States, you could definitely have problems getting a, a, a match or something, definitely. No press okay. is better than bad press. <laughs> Okay. Again, you guys are still giving them the beta uh, pass here, right? In time, I'm holding though. that until New World. Like if August 31st comes, and uh, you know we're not in a different situation for that release, then that's going to get a little bit more. You're going to hear something different from me. So on how, that, but how about this, right? How about come August 31st, New World comes out and it's not on Luna. What would you say then? I would say they've messed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I would definitely... Uh, that's going to... Talk about a lost opportunity. It wouldn't, like, destroy Luna. Uh, the service is shaping up well, just as we're talking about. They're slow-baking it. It has huge potential. The business model has huge potential. But I think a game like New World that has been delayed and that does have the hype kind of needs to tie to Luna, and it needs to happen at launch to propel both. Yeah. So... Well, I'll, I'll say my piece here in a bit, but let's check in with other members. Uh, Clive, what's your take on this uh, Luna new 720p new uh, login screen and also um, this new ride board game coming to the platform? So 720p, I think, is is an acknowledgement that, you know, you, if you're creating a cloud service, it's all right reaching for the stars and trying to deliver 4k and all that, that, but most people 
you know, would be happier with a game that plays well, especially if they're playing on a mobile phone and aren't obsessed with necessarily it being 4K. So it's easier to offer the option downwards and you'll get greater benefit from it than trying to offer the option upwards, as it were, in terms of offering 4K. That's that's a harder mountain to climb with maybe less results, as it were. But it's easier just to say, also, we'll give you the option of dropping down below, especially if people are playing on mobile phone where, hey, it's good enough for xCloud. It's good enough right, for, yeah. you know, um, uh, Luna. So I think that's a great thing, an acknowledgement that, yeah, what we're, what we're building here is for the future, but we have to make it work in on the average present as it were in terms of how people consume and the average you know internet speeds and all that kind of stuff and you know it's something that you see with geforce that you know they'll fluctuate and concentrate on the sort of the frames per second and and rather drop the, the quality and so you can maintain that kind of you know you know frames per second quality so it's that kind of recognizing how people play and they don't want interruptions and stuff so i think that's a that's a good thing and uh it's you know it's good to see on that i must admit with luna from what i've seen because obviously it would be nice if it was you know available here in europe um i think they they've got a really nice layout i have to admit the 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 user interface looks really nice and clean Clive, um, what's that up is that a search bar as well yeah yeah it's, it's nice. so i'm trying to they don't need a search, a search bar, bar you know on, on stage. but i'm trying to you find just it say it you know but no, yeah. yeah but no it, it, it joking is that it it's a really nice yeah they've obviously they it looks like they've looked around let's just right. say they've looked around okay and and they've put real thought into the layout. Plus, I think they they they've learned from you know having Amazon Prime and stuff like that. I think right. they've really you know there's obviously learnings gone in to the overall uh, you know user experience. And it and it I mean just you know from these pictures, it does it looks really neat and tidy yeah. and nice and accessible. Um, so yeah, I mean hats off to them. They you know they're clearly look around and see how other people do it you know i like the way xbox you know do their sort of layouts now they've improved a lot you see these things constantly evolving um so i think that's that's really cool and ride am i right the only the apart from sonic racing you've got this grid though isn't there i've noticed in terms yeah, of racing games here. yeah let's yeah i i get the it, it's it, it, i get that there's no you know online multiplayer bit for you know the reasons people have said it's you know it, it's it's clearly going to have a small user base because it's limited anyway you know that's the nature of it and so uh, but you'd think yeah it's a you think that it's ready and it's there and it's works they've just chosen perhaps wisely not to switch it on and you can hide behind the fact that it's the beta for that purpose but you, you, it, it's absolutely a prerequisite come kind of going up to the sign the, the sign outside the door and removing the words beta uh, it definitely uh needs to be there that's a sort of uh no question about it this is what gamers expect i i i like playing single player games but the amount of people going you know that you see that are obsessed with playing online with other people 
it's the it's the de facto way of playing games nowadays. It's the yeah. it's the it's the norm. So it has to it has to be there. So I can only assume it is just during the limited rollout because it's not even. I mean, are they have they are they a mass roll? Are they still doing a sort of uh, sending out invites every so often, or is it now fully open in the US? It's. It- Fill the open more. If you, if, you have a fire, if you have a fire stick, you have fire. to have a yeah. fire stick to right. be to be in. Yeah. yeah, but it's so that's still even though it's America, it's still quite quite limited given you know global gaming. So you can understand why the multiplayer is not not switched on. But yeah, but it's good to see another as you say a racing game uh, on there because um, as you say, people people love a racing game. <laughs> you know what? One of the, one of the biggest things I appreciate about Luna. What? When I'm looking at the library, the thumbnails load instantly, and I don't have to wait five <laughs> minutes for them to load on my Chromecast. So it's quite interesting that you said that, and that was my biggest gripe. So I have Amazon Prime, and I swear it runs like a dinosaur. Some I don't know if it's me or, and I was really like concerned that Luna would be as slow. But I have to say, you guys see me like switching from pages mm-hmm. to pages is very fluid. And they did a really good job. I really like the way this operates and feels. And yeah, it's, it's a nice look. I think it's very clean, and that's I like it. Yeah. Do you know what the the best thing I've seen from Luna? I think it was Jerry's video. Is see switching between screens. You don't have to switch off and reconnect your controller all the time. Yeah. That looks like a yeah. big Brucey bonus, by the way. I cannot wait to yeah. see that. Uh, I, I agree. I think. That, that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, uh, only me, you and Clyde get that joke. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I agree. You know what? I, I must admit, I love that. From what I've seen of, of Luna, you know, the fact that you're just you're sort of instantly connected with your controller, like, and then it does, and then it's it's independent of the screen you're playing on, sort of thing. And yeah. it's just that's so that makes it. You know the old sort of stadia pitch was being able to jump from screen to screen, which isn't, which is brilliant. It's a brilliant concept. I love it. And Luna have clearly gone, yeah, that is a great concept. Yeah. How can we make that even smoother? You know, and they've, you know, they've they've done a good job because I just because to be, I get frustrated um, <laughs> sometimes. My controller, I think, because my TV in Chromecast is literally not not far away, but my computer is here and sometimes my controller doesn't link with my when i'm trying to play in the browser and i have to go and stand by my wi-fi switch the controller off turn it on so it picks up the you know the five gigahertz signal because i'm standing next to my uh wi-fi and then come back over to the screen and everything's fine and and that can be a bit frustrating with with stadia the chromecast I don't even have to put the thing in to turn it on. And if I forget to put the code in, it just goes, yeah, you're in. And yeah. and that's the sort of experience that, that you want. But when I'm on the browser, it's like, you know, you have to put the code in and you yeah. no, don't, uh, don't recognize it because I'm not connect because my, because the controller's not connecting with the Wi-Fi because maybe I'm too far away from my Wi-Fi box. And I only need it to connect for that one second. Once you're in, you're in. But uh, yeah. so I love the way that Luna do it. It, it, it. That to me, that is real seamless screen to screen jumping. And, I, you know, I hope you know, I'd like to see Stadia adopt something that works in that way. Yeah, It's very clever, 
what yeah. Luna are doing, I think. It's, I don't know how they do it. But... It's pretty impressive. And the Stadium fact that... to do it. <laughs> the fact yeah. that... <laughs> the fact that the controller is Bluetooth too, right? So, again, you have that feature of, like, connecting on to, like, pretty much any screen without needing to add a code. And then you have that you can use as a Bluetooth controller. I mean, that is pretty brilliant. So, something I don't really like those right here i don't know if you guys can see this but it showcased like stream uh, twitch uh streamers people who are streaming this game currently but That's it's cool. not like luna though you know so it's like i get it they're showcasing the game but i think it'll be cool if they like you know put luna plays on here that way people can be like oh he's playing this game on Luna. They, they probably have a filter and there's probably not enough right True. Of people who True. are playing the game and streaming the game. So for the time being, it, it draws in the next best thing, which is somebody playing that same game. So, right. yeah, if you've got a filter and then it sorts through, find this game and people playing it on Luna. Nope. Find this game, people playing it on any other platform. Yes. And then it feeds it through. But as but no, I see it's like as placeholder, you know, their hope probably is that, you know, they're building for the future that in, in years to come, when they roll it out globally, there'll be enough people streaming the games. Uh, you know, that's obviously the synchronicity between Twitch and 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 Luna, enough people streaming the games on that pl- platform in the same way, you know, Stadia, I hope the same thing on YouTube, that, um, you know, there's that kind of crossover and connectivity. But for now, I think it's probably just, yeah. Uh, a yeah. placeholder, as it were, and just pulls in the the next best thing, which is at least somebody's playing the game, and it showcases yeah. that connectivity to Twitch because they still win if somebody goes to Twitch. That's true. Am- That's Amazon true. still still benefit, exactly. don't they? So sure. You know, can I just? All right, go jump in on this here and do what, do what this is. It's all live, all live. That did that. Yeah, 10 exactly. Years ago. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they actually had the streams. I can see why they've maybe just evolved it slightly and put it onto Twitch. Because when you went and watched, if you went into one of the games on on live and no one was playing, there was nothing shown. So that's why they probably put the Twitch streets down. That's but true. Uh, absolutely brilliant. That was called the arena. You could just jump in and just watch people play. It was absolutely class, and you could jump in and actually play with them as well in some of the games. Yeah. Oh. On live, still the most advanced cloud service going. <laughs> and the speed. I mean, like, I, I don't play Luna a lot, and I keep telling myself I need to, but every time I come here, I'm really, I mean, the speed of just watching these streams from, it's, they have an impressive. Well, they're going to have a, they're going to have a pipeline straight to Twitch, aren't they, really? Yeah. So. Yeah. You'd expect Pretty it cool. to. They're, they're not going through a server. <laughs> like they're literally That's going true. straight down the line to the room next door. You know, it's true. Yeah, and they've been updating their audio settings also in Luna. It used to be you could only have your mic attached to the controller. Now you could have another mic completely separate, like your Yeti, and your headphone going on. So they're setting up for direct stream, stream yeah. to Twitch yeah. from Luna. It's coming. Yeah, that's cool. Cool, cool. I think this is great news. Again, Amazon Luna has been consistent. This is the fifth to sixth week where we're getting game release on a weekly basis. And then news. I mean, the fact that they're announcing 720p coming just shows that, you know, they, they're slowly taking the series. They have a plan to have a vision. And I think, again, I it, this year I keep saying it, man, 
Luna and xCloud are going to, you know, Sony might come again, just an article saying they're working on something, but I'm just really excited to see what this platform ends up being in the end. But overall, I think they, they have something special here for sure. But someone was saying earlier, I do think, uh, they kind of cheated because in a way they waited to see what Stadia did, did right, did wrong. Waited to see what GeForce Now did. And in a way they are just trying to take their time to not make those mistakes. But anyway, good stuff overall for sure. Anyone else have anything to say about the Luna news? If not, we can hop on to I believe it's GeForce Now next. Anyone else? Cool. All right. So 13 games were became available for GeForce. Well, what's announced for GeForce Now this week? Uh, coming to the platform, those games are Aaron's Adventure, Earth Defense Force, um, Spin Trees. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. But then uh, a lot of Strongholds Stronghold Crusader, Stronghold 2, Stronghold HD, Stronghold uh, Crusader 2. Three strongholds, kingdom, strongholds, legend. My goodness! All right, it's under night, uh, under night and birth. So I would say what like five or six of these games were stronghold games. So again, if you're not a stronghold, go ahead. Uh, Duncan, Trials of there is also a pre bonus True. game. The yeah. pre bonus game of uh, Hood uh, is added as well, which wasn't in their blog post. It came out in a tweet afterwards. Uh, just chucking that in there yeah thanks for that and uh someone was mentioned legend of heroes trials of course still four also came to this platform and google stadia as well um but i would say a decent week i know you guys have heard me come here and give gfus now a lot of flack for the week week releases but i would say this is an okay week if you're a stronghold fan because again i feel like the majority it's a great week if you're stronghold yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah like the majority of the games on here i mean i'm counting what like six my goodness they they talk about like 13 but six of them all stronghold games but um but aaron's adventure guys if you guys don't know anything about that game take a look at it that game it looks fun it does it's yeah, it's like uh, it feels uh, like Valheim with like a breath of the sprinkle, breath of the wallet tie game into it. It's um, it's it, it looks good. I haven't tried it myself, but it looks good. And then, of course, you guys know about Legend of Heroes, which is a pretty decent game as well. But let's talk to the panel. What's your take on the, these 13 games coming to the GeForce Now platform for this week? Uh, to get started, let's uh, check in with. Jerry, what's your take on this? Yeah. Um, anytime you can bring over like a whole franchise, even if, it, you know, even if it's not for everybody, that's good. And uh, like we're saying, if you are a fan of Stronghold, it was a super great week for you for GeForce Now. One of those games is free to play. So one of those Stronghold is completely a free to play game if you want to be able to check it out and not have to spend any money. And then there's also an expansion for it. It's like 70% off as well because it seems like at least from the blog we read um they actually lined up this sale to coincide with the franchise coming to geforce now and incentivize those those purchases and people to play so you've got all those 
10-ish, 8, 9, however many million players on GeForce now that could be interested in that and adds another free-to-play with a great sale. So I thought it was pretty strong, and, and, and we continue to get day-and-date rele- day releases. Uh, the Aaron's Adventure seems to be getting some hype uh, built up around it. And, um, yeah, so no real complaints. I thought it was a pretty decent week. Nothing super great there for me. I was already playing Stronghold Warlords uh, before. Uh, that's the newer – I think that's their newest release when it's out. Uh, which I think that's seven for this week and eight total, I think, for GeForce Now for Stronghold titles. My goodness. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I haven't really gotten to Stronghold, but I'm glad, again, that just, you know, some people like this game and they're getting the needs met for it. But let's check in with Clive. What's your uh, take on these games coming to GeForce Now platform for this week? Yeah. It's a nerd heaven there. Yeah. PC nerd heaven. Yeah. I, I say that jokingly. I, I'm a console guy. So, you know, the G, GeForce now is real, you know, it's it's for PC gamers. That's what it's for. And these are right, you know, these are the games that you find on PC. Uh, it's good, though, to see things like Legend of Heroes uh, on there, which, you know, I would sort of, it's that Nintendo-ish type uh, you know, switch game that you might see, you know, because it's a sort of Japanese role playing game and that kind of thing. And say they're obviously doing a big push across different platforms. The fact that it's on Stadia as well and things like that. So that's that's great to see. But that's the the beauty, you know, GeForce now is that their target market is up, up you know, are the PC players, and they have the ability to, you know, all they got to do is just do the deal with all the PC. Game, you know, game publishers and developers, and just get round, and then that's it. They don't really do anything else. They just do the deal, and they go, "Yeah, there you are." And then they slip the disc in, or whatever, download it onto the, you know, the hard drives, and off and off you go. That's it. And that's you know, that's the beauty of GeForce now for people who are into, you know, PC games. So um, I I would expect to see, you know this sort of amount of games on a regular basis because it's a very straightforward process and there tends to be a hell of a lot more PC games than there are what you might consider to be the sort of console variety games. So I'd expect to see a regular release that, you know, that GeForce do because they're they're seeding that that PC gamer market and they're doing a very good job of it. Yeah. Okay. Fair, fair enough. I, I do think you're right on, and that's why we keep seeing. I mean, you know, some people ask the question, right, when it comes to quantity, right? Again, GeForce Now on a weekly basis is pushing out anywhere between like 8 to 12, 15 games, right? And then you compare what other platforms are doing, like, you know, xCloud or even um, Google Stadia, and I think Clive, you hit it right on. There's a lot of games on PC, right? So it's it's an easy thing to get a lot of games coming to GeForce Now on a weekly basis. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's curated. Put it that way. Yeah. But because they don't, they don't have to. They don't, they yeah. they have the luxury of not having that choice. Mm-hmm. They just shove the stuff on. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily yeah. call it shovelware, but the point is, if they can do the deal, they do the deal, yeah. and it's on. You know, originally in its beta form, they just put it on anyway. Yeah. You know, now they've got to actually do a deal for it. Um, but that's the only stopping the gate. That's the only gate between them getting the piece, a PC game on the on the platform is them agreeing with the developer or publisher that they can have it on. 
and yeah. and and that's it. So, and as you said, there is a vast, that much more PC games than there are console oriented games. So, so, and I I think then this makes sense with my frustration with this platform on a weekly basis, right? And I talk about I'm not too impressed with their weekly release, and you know, realistically, it might just be. They, I mean, these games are just easier for them to, like, pull into the platform. I get it. There are gamers out there that might enjoy this game. But, like, you look at what other platforms are pulling in. And to me, some of the members don't agree here. But I feel like there's more quality titles on other platforms than what GeForce Now is pulling in here. Um, but, again, that's just me. But, but I think they appeal to the, you know, to, to people to who are PC. used to playing, you know, building up their right. Steam library. Yeah, yeah. This is perfect. It, it does It does the job. It does yeah. the job. Yeah. They, they don't, they're not, you know, you know, obviously the big games every so often that are multi-platform across all the platforms, you know, they're going to, they do appeal to me. But, mm-hmm. you know, I see my son is into, you know, into PC gaming and he'll, you know, apart when he's not playing CSGO, he, he you know, he, he will, you know, end up playing some obscure PC game that somebody's that his mates recommended. Mm-hmm. He was playing some strange monkey balloon game. And I'm thinking, you know, it's like um a defense game, like a fort defense game, but with right. monkeys and balloons. And it's like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you wasting my gaming PC on a game that looks like a glorified um Android game or something? But he was loving it. But you know, that's the nature of, you know. I think GeForce now knows the market and yeah, they do. I, yeah, it's, it's PC gamers and yeah, they, they know what they're doing and it seems like they're doing it pretty well. Um, let's check in with you, Ben. What, what's your take on these games coming to the GeForce now platform? I mean, I'd never heard of stronghold before this week, but uh, apparently there's a big following. <laughs> Keep in mind before cloud gaming came back or came to existence and, February of last year, whatever, whenever GFN came out of beta, that's when I started gaming after a 17 year break. So I'd never heard of them because, you know, why would I hear about a PC game that has been, that I missed during 17 years? Um, But I find it interesting that Spin Tires is on there, yet it's retired from Steam. So you can only play it if you already own it. Oh. That is do you think they sorry, do you think they've just then just gone to they must have just gone to the developer directly or some or whatever license Steam has come to an end and you know I, yeah it's an interesting one. That is interesting. I didn't even catch that. But yeah, like you, you put it you put it in your notes and that's why I saw it. <laughs> no, <laughs> or or like Mark Cheaper, whoever built the notes. Yeah, yeah the you link. can't buy it anymore, but yeah, if you link. own it, you're good to go. Yeah, you can there's no link here to the Steam mm-hmm. store as to where I can click these, but yeah. If you look it up on Steam, it doesn't show up. No, I might have to. Okay, so but if you but you if you'd already purchased it on Steam, you can pull it up you, in your you, library on GFN. Right, so it sticks in the library. Oh, with huh. you, okay. Good to know. Thanks for that, uh, Ben. For sure, Duncan. What's your take on these games, man? Okay, uh, before what happened uh, on Thursday with the Hood announcement, I was I knew what I was politically saying here. I was absolutely disappointed with the game announcement. Stronghold series coming, yeah, brilliant news. Aaron's adventure looked dead on, but with Hood actually coming, uh, I think that game looks 
absolutely class and I think it's either going to really take off or it's going to disappear quietly into the midnight. I think it looks amazing. What's the and name of I, the game, Duncan? Sorry. Is, is that Outlaws and Legends thing? Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's coming day and date to GFM and I think that looks just amazing. Oh, and, no. oh yeah. <laughs> You've seen it now. It's like, oh, want some of that? Yeah. Uh, that's my feelings on the games, but just to pick up on Ben's point, this is something that I've talked, me and Hellmonkey were talking about this. The, the Spin Tires game, I think that is whatever it's called, I call it Spin Tires. Uh, looks, I, I think that's an absolutely brilliant thing to say because that's preserving some of the gaming history out there. It may not be your game you want to play, but it's actually great to see that GFN is jumping on this bandwagon where they're trying to allow you to play these games which you can no longer play a bit like uh xbox are looking to maybe uh what's the word i'm looking for preserve the game so you can have access to all these even if they are comp- they're not available anymore i i was here ready to give gfn some uh real stick today and unfortunately they, they, they pulled out uh hood and they've saved themselves because that is on my list you know, if they're going to add retired Steam games, I think a great option would be to add the Rocket League retired version, since you can't find it on Steam anymore. Only Epic. Um, Epic, Epic is not going to let them do that, man. Well, I, I, the reason I say that is because I have a buddy that owns it on Steam Uh-oh. and hates Epic Games. Like, he yeah. just hates the platform. He hates the company. He just wants nothing to do with it. <laughs> And Rocket League would just be one of those things. If they could pull it off, that would be a great one to try and do that with as well. Yeah. I think Epic purchased Rocket League, right? So we know how they feel towards Steam. And so I think, yeah, it's going to be a tough, tough one for them to try and pull off. Um, but yeah, Hellmonkey, do we get to you in these games? Uh, no, um, I'll just have a quick say then. Um, no Epic games this week. Again, but we're getting we're getting less and less um, yeah. as the weeks go on from GFN. Yeah. Although I was personally happy with the Stronghold franchise because you could pick about five of them games up for less than ten quid because of the sales. Um, yeah, so it it was a week for me, but I don't think it was a week that covered enough for everybody. It's great that a full franchise came over, but I don't think there was enough there to. You know, to keep everyone happy. But listen, next week might be your week. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I hear you in that. I don't like how, realistically speaking, how they target, like, one specific game. You know, like, this was a stronghold week. I don't like that, right? I mean, diversity portfolio a little bit. Six, seven stronghold games. Yeah, man. but you do the so, deal. You just say, we'll take... Can we have the lot? Don't you? If you if they're going to the developer and they're saying, you know, we'd like to bring this game over, can we have the lot? And if they don't, if they do a bulk deal for the whole sort of franchise, whole series, they're just going to then just lob it on, aren't they? Yeah, so and they've they done this a couple of weeks ago with Calypso Media when Space Based Startopia yeah. was yeah. D and which only just arrived a couple of days ago. Um, and they had sales on a couple of their other titles as well. So I think we might see more of this going forward. And, I mean, if we see every couple of months a full franchise of games coming on, 
I don't think we can really complain, especially when you're getting something there that can, you're getting a free title, you're getting a brand new uh, free DLC with the latest um, the latest game in the, in the franchise, and then you're getting so many different sales. So as I say, you could pick up like six or seven games there for like 10 quid. Hmm. I mean, true. I guess I, I see your point, but still. Um, Duncan, sorry, um, can I, sorry, can I just sorry. Uh, on the on the hood, is... Oh. Is that is that released for May tenth of May? Is that the? Because I'm looking at the yep. thing here. Is it? Yeah. Yep. They they actually tweeted that out on Thursday by themselves. Okay. It was a tweet. Uh, 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 by by the developers and the publisher also retweeted it as well. So yes, it's all confirmed. And in case anyone's wondering, that's an 18, by the way. So it's going to be a bit gory and a wee bit. You know, maybe off putting for some people. Just put that out there for everyone. So just a, just a wee bit. <laughs> Duncan, de- describe this game because when I was watching it, I didn't know anything about it, but I was like, man, this game seriously has potential, right? It's a multiplayer focused game, right? It has like Assassin's Creed type feel to it, and it has like Rainbow Six Age uh, with like missions objective, right? So you're trying to steal stuff you're trying to like it it's got like an it's an overwatch yeah. but in a in 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 medieval <laughs> times isn't it like you, you're a team and you have ultimate you know ultimate powers and those kind of stuff and yeah you try and then and then it plays conventional sort of i imagine sort of capture the flag there's pvp ppe whatever and it's on a nice price point as well. It's a it's up the double A sort of one. That's like uh, if I remember right, it was like twenty five pounds sort of mark, thirty pound mark. Yeah. Or you can pick up the full the full game. Uh, I'll, I'll call it the, the 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 game plus the season pass for the year for the forty five pound. Which uh, I I think that I think this game could be a sleeper and could just absolutely take off. And I, I can see this getting picked up by by streamers. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like, a, kind of like a Valheim situation where yeah. it just yeah. pops out yeah. of the blue and like everybody's yeah. addicted to it. A couple of big streamers, you know, playing a bit of PvP, Overwatch style on this, and yeah, like those things, it just goes, it goes viral and big. And you know what? I gotta say, shout outs for to GeForce now because they tend to pick these. I don't know how they do it, but they tend to get lucky with these hits, right? So again, you guys are right. This might be. Well, that that's 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 numbers, isn't it? Though, yeah. Like, if you have enough (laughs) enough games, yeah, one of them, one of them, gonna be a hit. Yeah, that's the name. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. Not gonna lie, it looks really good. But yeah, so knowing that they get in this game, I think makes Steelers. But it wasn't announced though. Um, with their Thursday blog, right? It was after it we found out. But yeah, this looks good. This looks good. Anyone else want to add to um, GeForce Now news for this week? If not, we're going to move on to Google Stadia. I, I just wish they'd come back to adding Epic games. I think, honestly, I think that they're having struggles like on a legal aspect with them because we haven't seen anything from Epic in like almost two months on uh, GeForce Now. We got, there, one, is- we got one free-to-play game, uh, Tales of the Neon Sea. Last week, oh, that's right. but but that was it. You know, that's, that's I, I couldn't find that when I looked for it. I, 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 
I saw the announcement, but when I tried to add it to my library, I couldn't get it for some reason. Has there been a pattern of this behavior? Sorry, three days or something. Sorry, Clive. Sorry, I was just saying, has there been a pattern then of sort of epic, ever decreasing yeah. epic releases? Yeah, because it went through a phase of getting quite a lot of the the epic free games was coming to the coming to GeForce now, and then it just slowly but surely dwindled away, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But I mean, there's enough free to play games already on GeForce now. We must be we must be approaching the hundred mark. Uh, me and Doug can be speaking about this. They can't be far away from over from reaching a hundred free to play games. So Jay, I I hear you that monkey. Uh, let's take a look at this real quick. So Jay states uh, GFN looks good on the surface till you take a deep dive and there's a lot to consider with each aspect. Do y'all have an issue? with the way GeForce Now performs. Um, do you guys have an issue with GeForce Now as a platform? I'm just going to leave this up for anyone to just hop on because realistically, I hear about this, right? Some people claim that they have a bad, terrible experience with the performance of GeForce Now, but I just want to check in with the members here. How is GeForce Now for you guys? For me, I... ever Sorry, for me, ever since it came out of beta last year, where I'm at, which I tend to get lucky with all cloud gaming being on the east coast of the United States, internet infrastructure is pretty decent. I'm usually within one to three hours of any data center that I'm connecting to. So for me, things work really well. What I will say, and what he's saying here with a lot to consider, uh, what I talk about a lot is there is no cloud gaming service out there that's completely comparable to another one. They are all offering something so completely different that it's really important that everybody goes, tries all of them, looks deep at the library that's available. What kind of games do they like to play? Um, how is the performance going to be for them? And cloud is really just getting started. So if you're interested in it, please don't just fall into just one and say, oh, I'm done. It didn't work good or one worked well and you only try that. Go try all of them out and see what works good for you because there is a lot to consider when you're going to get into cloud gaming. I think Jerry hit it on the head there. You know, the it it does it serves a market. You know, people the old you know, and then when people as you say people compare it and they go, you know, the thing with Stadia is you, I can't you can't even buy the games you've got on Steam, and it's like, well, you don't get it, do you? Like that's what GeForce now is for, yeah. That that there's something you're not obviously not the sort. If you, I always say to people, if you've got a massive Steam library. And you play extensively on PC. I'm not sure Stadia is necessarily aimed directly at at you. GeForce now is right up your alley. If that's what, if you're looking for a cloud gaming option, it it will fit your user case, and and that's the thing. And I think you know the same with Luna. It's much more a kind of a, a, like a, a library, you know, uh, not necessarily having to have the kind of the latest releases, but just having a, a access to a library of content and that's the market it's going to sort of serve and so each yeah each cloud gaming not only will you potentially have a different experience because of the nature of the infrastructures and where you live which is very different from from playing on a box where everybody's experience will effectively be the same so there's that to factor in and then the fact that you you know just because they're cloud gaming it they're not they're not all apples you know they're all fruit but they're not all apples, you know. That's right. the way I look at it, you know. And if you don't like apples, you might like oranges. And it's it, you find the one that will fit your user case. Mm -hmm. And you know, 
for me it happens to be stadia but i get the fact if you come from a pc gaming background with an extensive library man knock yourself out geforce is incredible my experiences with geforce early doors uh, i've had a little bit of the beta but in the early part of the the founders when they first launched the founders bit um it was it was hit and miss when it when it worked it was really it was really good you know and i'm comparing everything with stadia you know i tried x x cloud at the time and you know it was like wasn't just quite there it worked all right and it was probably okay for single campaign stories but it, it just didn't have the magic that stadia had that worked for me now i know that stadia didn't always work for some people but in my experience it hit the sweet spot it kind of worked really well geforce had moments where it was there and i thought oh this is pretty good this is really clever and then another experience it it, it wouldn't and as i said before they they managed the flow by by reducing the the quality of the stream in order to maintain the the gameplay and that's a decision they've made and to me and i think that's the right decision but to me that variance sometimes um yeah it can be can be frustrating but you know i've tried it you say try before you buy that's the thing and if find your user case and i think i think a lot of it is that geforce now is absolutely catered at pc gamers they want those guys they want those people that have giant libraries they want i mean they give away free trials every time you buy an an uh a gpu um to give you like a six month thing so they're trying to get pc gamers not console gamers not like casual gamers yeah. um the fact that they have it at 1080p still they they prefer, they prefer performance over you know graphical settings that that's kind of another indication because pc gamers are at least all the ones that i know they want like best response time and everything yeah they know mm-hmm. the market i think we're they do. that early and they just go in and you know like i tell people again try it out test it out some cloud gaming service might fit your needs some might not right so Mm -hmm. just test it out see what works and go with what works best for you that's the beauty of it um again i can't state like when people just favor one and i mean if it works for you great if you try the others but um i i have seen some people just like favoring one, not testing the others, and just like give it all a shot, see see which one works for you, and just stick to that for sure. But yeah, yeah I, I go just uh, just go into the GFN stuff as yeah. well. I think some of these barriers which were there before are starting to come down with the extra logins and all that sort of carry on. There is improvements yeah. being made that way, and it is making it a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> Just to go back to it, I, I recommend that everybody try all the different sort of platforms out there because there is a world of difference. Yeah. And the pro- the beauty and the problem with the cloud is everybody's experience is different. Is I literally can go down one mile down the road here and my experience is completely different and Stadia is completely unplayable, but GeForce now is. Uh, it, it's well worth checking out the different ones. It could just, just be the hub that you've got in your house. You know, like people yeah. have much better internet than I do, but Stadia plays beautifully for me. And then I hear people going, oh, I've got one gigabit down. I'm thinking I'm, I'm, I'm living between, you know, 50 and 70 megabits per second, yeah. which is the, to me is the sweet spot. Anything above that is sort of a bit wasted other than bandwidth. Mm-hmm. And so other than the fact, if I had a house full of people, 
doing everything on other things, then it would be an advantage. But, you know, if I'm on my own, then, yeah, anything above sort of 60 or 70, you're not really getting any extra benefit. You're just getting extra bandwidth for other people to use it in your house. But if you've got like, you know, I have people who go, I've just changed, you know, I know people on Twitter and I say they've just changed their, um, you know, broadband supplier offering the same sort of package and now stage is unplayable for them. Yeah. And it's like, well, you, you're getting the same internet speeds and stuff. So it's clearly the, you know, the harbor, whatever they've got is, is not playing friendly with, you know, Stadia or whatever service you've got. So yeah, it varies. And that's the, you know, that's the, the, the thing that cloud gaming has got to get, get around. There's an interesting article blog post by uh, one of the Stadia employees about their thoughts going into designing the, the controller and just the thought processes less not less the technical aspects yeah. but the thought processes but them saying how they had to think about as as wide as a user experience as possible like what are all the different scenarios somebody might come up with like their internet's not good or the hub doesn't talk this way or whatever and then they've got to kind of think well how can we make a controller that will work with a broad sort of as number of scenarios as possible and it's sort of it's that kind of design process that you don't think you can't just assume that everybody has perfect internet you know you've got to think okay what well, if somebody's got a busy wi-fi whatever you know how's the controller going to manage that and that's the nature of say the difference between cloud gaming and cl and gaming from a box you know what you're getting with a box everybody yeah. has the same experience you know right true 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 Cool, cool. So anyone else want to add to GeForce Now news? If not, we can move to Google Stadia. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Death Stranding is finally out of maintenance. Oh, thank you, thank Maybe you, they didn't know. True. So what does that mean? Explain to some of the people who ha probably don't even know what you're talking about right now. Well, the game went into maintenance uh, several, three, three weeks ago now, I think it was. Um, okay. Maybe even four. Um, and we didn't find out until a couple of weeks ago that it was on uh, GeForce News and not the publisher's side, and they were very quiet. They just kept saying it was in maintenance. It was on the, the status page in maintenance. We still don't know why it was in maintenance. Um, all we know is that the game is back up and running. Uh, I have emailed NVIDIA Customer Care to try and find out more, but as yet I have not heard back. So the game was not playable, it was in maintenance, no. and now yeah. it is. All right. So for those yeah. of you guys who are trying to play Dead Stranding, just know uh, that you can access that and play that right now again. Cool, cool. All right. So let's move into Stadia. And the Tuesday blog post was uh, quite interesting. So if you guys, if you've been following Stadia, uh, you might just remember this because something when we get the tuesday blog post and it's not big people like oh stadia you know it's not delivering but it tends to be a pattern when it's small be expecting a thursday blog post as well because um it just seems to work that way but let's let's discuss this right so again borderlands 3 free to play weekend uh is happening started thursday it's going to end monday at 12. 
this is what the second time this game has been a free to play week on Stadia, right? The second or third? Is it? It's been, it's been at least twice. I know that. Okay. Yeah, well, they. I remember. Was it last time they they were? Uh, it had an, a really good sale price. Yeah, it was yeah. about twelve quid for like a premium edition or something like that. It was like, yeah, I'm having that. Like I did, you know, I was like, that's an impulse purchase. That is. So let's talk about this first, and then I want to get into the two games that came, Dark uh, Side Detective and Legend of Heroes. But let's focus on Borderlands 3 again, Someone second, third time that this has been happening. Uh, do you think this is a good move? Do you think they should rotate the games? Uh, are you guys happy that, again, they showcase in Borderlands 3? Um, what? I'm going to go a step further and ask, why do you guys feel like they're specifically picking this game? Do you think they can't get like a license to showcase other games? Or do you think they're really trying to push this game? So I'm going to open it to the floor. Um, start, actually, let's start with Duncan here. What's your take on Borderlands 3, Free to Play Weekend and Google Stadia? The first thing I would say, if you're going to play Borderlands 3, put it down to balance mode and get the 60 FPS. Do okay. that uh, because the 4K 30, it, it feels for, uh, you definitely, definitely feel the, th- the 30 FPS. So that is the first thing out there. I, I think it's just a licensing issue. Uh, I think they're going to, they're, I don't want to say struggling, but I, I, I think there's a lack of choice really to what other games they can really put on there. Because, you know, FIFA and Madden would probably want to coincide with a, going free to play on all the other platforms like what happened with Madden when that launched on Stadia that was perfect timing for the Super Bowl weekend and all that I'm just trying to think at the top of my head what other games could go on there uh, on a free to play weekend which are relatively new So they had a Formula 1 didn't they they had Formula 1 they did did. 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 but that's been in pro so it wouldn't they had NBA 2K. The, um, they also did Elder Scrolls free to play, but that was just that used to be a pro game too. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, NBA. That's the main. There's just a lack of real, real choice there at this moment in time. Oh, how long? Yeah. They've, they've never done. They've never done Red Dead Redemption free to play or or that. Doom, and both of those I think would be good to drive sales. Right. But I think the pro- the problem is that it would have to really be a multiplayer game or a game which is going to take about 30, 40 hours to complete uh, if it's a single player game. And I just don't think there's the the broad enough range there mm. at the moment to to allow that. So they're going with Borderlands. That's going to take a long time to play and people love playing that. And they go back to it to get their loot and stuff. I think that is more uh, I mean, an issue. Yeah. I mean, put Valhalla in there, right? Again, they used uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey to, you know, do the experiment with Stadia. You know, a game like Valhalla Legions, right? Um, I mean... That's the thing. That's the thing. They could have done Legions a couple of weeks ago when all the other platforms had it, but Stadia was Mm -hmm. left out. So there, there seems to be some weirdness going on there. I, again, I, I'm, I'm just trying to call this down the middle. I, I, I think the Legions one was a real missed opportunity, and I think that would have yeah, been great, brilliant to it, be on it, Stadia. That was the week they did Elder Scrolls, wasn't it? I think so. 
It's like, why would you do Elder Scrolls when you could do Watchdog Legions and they're doing it on every other platform? Yeah. Yeah. I think they take the opportunities where they are. I mean, it's not just their decision. You know, the publisher decides they want to have a push uh, uh, and it could be platform specific in the same way that you might say, let's do a sale on Xbox or, you know, whatever it is. Um, And take two, obviously have a marketing kind of campaign that goes in some sort of cycle that they sort of, do this on the platform whatever it's obviously you know it's it it tends to yeah that's probably why we've seen borderlands a couple of times it's obviously worked for them you know on that's, in terms of on terms of the platform like right. i'm talking saying work for for um the borderlands publishers you know going well that worked we got some sales relative to that platform size right let's let's do it again or or even stadia going hey guys would you like to do it again you know and so it's a sort of i don't it, it's a bit of a meeting of minds i think and you know and to a certain degree as duncan said you know the greater the greater choice you have in the library obviously the greater opportunities for a meeting of minds you know that venn diagram to happen where a publisher happens to want to do a promotion and google are thinking yeah that will that that works with us you'd think that most promotions would work for them um so I think that's that's more the reason. It's a bit of both. I think it's a bit of requiring the publisher to to sort of be in that frame of mind, or perhaps pushing it, or or Stadia approaching them directly and going, "We think this would be a great idea." Uh, but as I say, I think it's a bit of a bit of both that's required for that to happen. Yeah, I mean, it, it can be again. Two days, another take two game that we saw on here. Yeah. So maybe they have a good relationship. It might be just that. their style, you know. Yeah, when it comes to that. Um, but I, I do think it'll be good, right, if they start showcasing um, other titles. Uh, I mean, it it's, gets it's a good a response when they do, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they said they would. And they are doing it. In fairness, they said they would do it. And, and they're, they're doing it. I mean, this one is, um, this is free for pro members. Yeah. I think, obviously, it's much better they do it free for everybody right like a promotion it would make more sense um i think formula one was if uh, i'm not i can't i can't guarantee that but here you go clive clive everybody sit down here i'm defending stadia i have absolutely no problem with being locked behind pro i have zero problem because that's what the xbox does i have Mm -hmm. well so do you have a zero problem because it because xbox does it is that your is that your excuse like <laughs> I, I think it's more it's a perk yeah it's a perk for studio I, I, okay i see that and that and so I, I, yeah, yes yeah. i would agree with you it would be better being it on yeah. free for everybody but I, I i have no real concern with it being yeah. back behind I, I, and i think you're right i mean i think you know that's a good way to sell it as a as you say as one of the benefits of pro is not only you get these awesome sales because when they do pro sales they do pro they're good sales you know they like i said when borderlands was you know 12 quid it was like yeah that's a great price and i did one doom for a while ago was like really low i think doom 2016 okay it's an older game but that was about nine quid in a sale recently and it was yeah so um when they do the pro sales i think it's it's pretty awesome but definitely what i'd like to see is more of these weekends but for everybody because it really it showed because the you know we've always said it um we'll say we 
I'm sound like Duncan there in this generalizing the whole world. <laughs> I've already said it personally, and a few other people may have said it. Um, that you know, just try you just want people to try Stadia. And um, the more opportunity to do that without any kind of risk, but with a good game, the more likely you are to get it to make it sticky you know, for people to stick with it if it works for them, you know, because if it works for you, you, most people have, you know, we saw through the cyberpunk experience who like reluctantly, reluctantly decided to try cyberpunk on Stadia because it was the only option, you know, that, that was available to them. But then suddenly in Reddit going, oh my God, this works. And it's mm. like, yeah, it does. Just, just tr if only you tried it. So the more opportunity there is for people to try it without risk, and free games do that, and if they're good free games, then then even better. So I'd hope, I hope, I I expect, I don't hope, I expect to see more of this and more of this um, outside of the locked door of, of of pro. You know, I think it's a great, it's the best, the best marketing they have for Stadia is definitely try before you buy sort of thing. Is is because people are skeptical, they always have been. But you try it, and if it works for you, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Uh, and that's that's what I guess they have found is the case, and they should right. definitely do more of it. Sure. I am not going, going back. Going Go back to, to sales, did anybody realize that the Stadia Pro sales? There's only one game in there this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First time in months. They 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 obviously have that default text at the end. <laughs> of the blog post here are yeah, the sales here's the post. Yeah. and i was excited and i went to it and it was like killer queen I, black I, I, had, so. I, had to, I had to refresh the screen just thinking oh it's not come through yeah, there's a there's a lag that you know in in, in the display or something but, i did yeah, the same thing funny. yeah funny. it was obviously default text at the end you know they have it on every here's some sales yeah, right. and yeah just this time it was one one that's hilarious which may could be that they're gearing up for a something so, you know bigger. a bigger sale down the road so true so uh, uh, go ahead i was just gonna just gonna go back to what clive was saying about yeah. marketing it and this isn't me trolling i'm putting this out here i'm putting this disclaimer right there did 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 this borderlands streamer thing happen where they got streamers to actually showcase uh, i, I was gonna know. say that duncan yeah they were supposed to be showcasing the crowd crowd play on the yep. official Borderlands 3 yeah, uh, channel. And I'm not um, trolling here. I'm, I'm just asking. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I was go I was going to I was going to bring it up as well because I didn't hear anyone saying it. But as always, Duncan's got there first. Um, That's because I never shut up. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. Um, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have a look for that right now and see when it's happening. But uh, yep. while you do that, uh, Jay said there's a new expansion coming, and I mean I don't know. I yeah, yeah. Dr director's cut. The director's cut. There's a whole yeah. new version of the game coming plus the expansion content. Yeah. Yeah. So it yeah. makes sense, right? If they're trying to push that, uh, yeah. this would be It'd take two to push it. Yeah. Right. This is a big that. game, and you see in the little shooter environment, along with your Destiny and your Division Twos, and there's a lot of them games games on Stadia. So they, 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 they've amassed quite a following, and I'm in a few different discords, and yeah, everyone's talking about it because it's the latest expansion. There's more there's more loot and legendary gear to be had, so yeah, it's, it's only a good thing. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Again, this makes sense, right? Smart that they're pushing it for the free-to-play weekend. I wonder, like, sales-wise and how many people 
um, have have purchased this game in Stadia. It seems like Take Two and Stadia and this game have some type of relationship. So something must be going pretty well for both. Parties. I think enough, enough relative to the size of the platform. I mean, as right. we know, Take Take Two's Take Two um, managed. I think they had they had they had lower expectations. Mm-hmm. And you can you can argue whether you know they were right, but they the CEO came out and right. he said, you know, our expectations aren't that it's going to be sales are suddenly going to increase, you know, right. tenfold because of cloud in two years' time. Right. But we're happy to experiment with these things. So they, I think, they went in with 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 modest expectations, yeah. and as long as it ticks over for them. They're happy to continue yeah. that because they they just want platforms to sell their games. Right. So if effort in and reward out, if the if the reward back for effort in is you know is greater than the the effort, then they will you know to the certain threshold they require, they'll keep doing it. And clearly, the relationship Touchwood is working on that level, uh, and so they're happy to do these promotions. So which is a good sign, I think. You know. Yeah. That's not to you know say it's stellar, but it is probably performing within expectations for take two. True, and again, uh, just uh, I did remember reading that article about them having like I would go as far as to say realistic expe- expectations of sales for the games come to the Google State platform because again it's a new platform. So, um, cool. All right, anyone wanna, else? Go ahead. Yeah, one thing that I want to add we didn't bring up yet that uh, shows Stadia doesn't have to lock these games behind Pro for the free weekend was one of the things I praised the most was Hitman Dubai Mission was not locked yeah. behind Pro. Anyone could jump cool. in and try. Yeah. It was Hitman 1 or 2 or something and also the Dubai Mission from Hitman 3. Yeah. And that was a huge highlight for me because I've been begging for free weekends, free trial without being locked behind Pro because... There is a perk to having access to certain games like Borderlands 3 behind Pro, but at the same time, you want people to try the service, and they're not going to come sign up to try it. They're going to come play something for free. And and Hitman's a great showcase because you, you, you're not reliant on sort of twitchy response because, you know, it's a single-player it's a single player campaign game to a certain degree, so you can adjust, you know, you adjust your kind of response accordingly. And it looks, but it looks great. It looks fabulous. Uh, so it's a great game to showcase. And there's new DLC coming for Hitman 3 as well, which is uh, great. Yes. I think it was this week, already. This week, isn't it? Yeah, this, yeah. Yeah, Greed, the Greed yeah, expansion. Yeah, 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 and that looks really, really cool. I really like, I like what they're doing with Hitman. Um, yeah. Just release chapters true. like this. It's, it's just a good, because there's so many different ways to play each chapter. Yeah. Uh, that there's lots of, even though it's a single campaign sort of game, there's there's that replayability. Right, I'm going to kill yeah. him with the, I'll kill him with the rubber ducky. You know, <laughs> it's that kind of, you know. Right, right. Yeah, and I love seeing though. There's the, and they announced that expansion the same week, and they were like, "Here's the expansion's coming for Hitman Three to Stadia." And yeah. hey, for free, you can jump in and try a mission and see if you like it playing on Stadia. I just thought that was really yeah, good. That awesome. was one of their highlights for me. They linked out very well. So. Let's move uh, to two games coming to the platform for this week. Just want to know, did this game interest anyone um, and did they pick them up? So the Dark Side Detective was uh, one of the first game against a point, click, and laugh is how they like to describe this game. And then Legend of Heroes Trials, Trials of Coastal 4 
which is a Japanese RPG. Um, anyone picked these games up? And if so, what? how was the experience with it? So to get started with this, let's start with you, Ben. What are your thoughts on these games? Um, I, I was excited there were new games coming, but... You know, I didn't really look into them too much. They didn't really catch my attention. I mean, they've been adding a ton of JRPGs, which is great. I know Holtz loves that. Um, but uh, Dark Side Detective, when I, I kind of looked at it a little bit, it looked it looked fun. Um, don't know if I'll check it out, but it, it looked fun. Okay, fun enough, right? Fun enough, yeah. <laughs> okay. How about you, uh, Jerry? What's your take on these games coming to the platform? I will always praise games coming, especially to cloud, because everybody really needs to be building the libraries and just helping more people come in. Um, I'll give it to Trails too. Kudos to them; they're getting yeah. their games like on cloud everywhere. Like they're really, uh, they're really making a push to make their games accessible, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know a lot about Dark Side Detective. If I were going to say anything, these particular two games are a lot like a GFN kind of release, right? They're kind of like indie style. A lot of people aren't going to be really excited about them, but we're all going to say it's great to add them. Somebody's going to play them, and kudos to them for getting their games on cloud because you want more people to try them out. True. Good, good. How about you, uh, Duncan? What's your take on these games? I can see Clive is sitting there thinking, am I going to bring it up or am I not going to bring it up? You're going to bring it up, aren't you? You're going to bring it up. <laughs> uh does anybody know anything strange about the Dark Side Detective? I think you mentioned this last time, but let them know again. Dark Side Detective is meant to be a Stadia Pro game. Yeah. This was announced by Stadia and the developer a month ago. And it looks like we're going to we have to pay for it. Yeah. I I think this uh, just brings up some interesting topics, which I don't think we will get into now. <laughs> But I think uh, it needs to be pointed out that this was meant to be coming as a pro game and it was announced as it was coming to, as a pro game. And this this isn't some somebody just making this up. This was announced by Stadia. And I just don't think that's nice because if, if this was any other platform, we would be calling that out on any other platform. If we heard it was G GFM was launching a game day and date and it didn't weigh in, just like we did with uh, uh, Hell Monkey's favorite game, Startopia. It was getting called <laughs> yeah. out. Uh, if a game was announced coming to Game Pass day and date and it didn't come, we would be calling that out. And we have a game launching on Stadia, which was meant to be a pro game, and it hasn't. I think that needs to be uh, called out. Uh, so, so with this, right, I mean, we know this game's eventually going to go pro. And yeah. uh, this is a joke that we kind of have here. It's just in a way, wait it out a little bit um, and you'll save yourself a lot of money. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, $11. Yeah, true. It's, it's, it's not uh, it's a lot, a, but it, no, it's, it it's a, it's up a, though with like, it, you know, it, multiple. It's a principle. Coming. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm pragmatic, so yes, well, you can be pragmatic about principles. It's an $11 game. It will be a pro game. It obviously missed a window. Yes, it was a bit of a fudge up, but if it was, if it was Resident Evil, if it was Resident Evil Seven, right, and then it turned out that wasn't pro, then yeah, 
right? So it's relative to the size of the game and the expectation and stuff like that. There was some obviously miscommunication. I don't think anybody would kick up a fuss on other platform of this level of game. I think it's relative to the size of the game and that kind of stuff and the expectations. A lot of people kind of lost it. I'm not necessarily excusing them for, but I'm just saying it's in terms of the ripple, it's a small ripple uh, mm. overall. And we will see this. I can imagine this uh, being pro in May uh, to coincide with the launch of um you know the next dark side detective which is due any minute anyway um so yeah it it's an unfortunate snafu um but there you go um but i, I saw so shout out to john scars gaming there i saw him playing this game um it's it you know it's a it's a it's certainly a game of of a certain type you've got to be into that kind of game it's that eight bit old school style it's adventure a, game it's a stereo you know, game yeah pick a, <laughs> uh, click a point but there's a massive appetite for that you know when i uh, you know there's loads of switch games and, and uh, switch guys and girls will uh, uh, you know love all those sort of kind of retro type games and you see a lot and i've said this before you see a lot of those type that's what i like about stadia is that they've they've sort of they bring a lot of the switch style games and then they also have the ability to bring the kind of your triple a console style games you know, like your playstation xbox style games as well and it's kind of a nice mix i think in terms of the the console style games plus the occasional sort of game that's more respected on pc like an elder scrolls type thing or something like that you know so it's good to see you know that they have that kind of good mix and that they could they can do that and i think that's that's one of them and in terms of the jrpgs um yeah there is a i mean it's not everybody's cup of tea but there's a massive you know fan base for these kind of games and we've i've yet to try so the it's the was it number no yeah it's was it which was the one ease ease eight was it yeah it was the pro eight. game yeah. yeah and people are loving that on the pros I, I see a really good positive response because it plays really nice it looks really nice so if i'm being sucked up into outriders for for so long you know my and and spongebob i'm still i tried a little pikuniku but i'm still i still haven't started my you know, my sort of venture into those sort of well-respected JRPGs. But there's, you know, there's a big appetite for them. So it's great to see. Cool. cool. You know, one I, thing, you know, one thing this week that impressed me with Stadia, um, and it's something that probably nobody else noticed. They actually admitted openly, like on their Discord, put out an announcement that they're having issues with FIFA and they're having issues with Outrider and they are working on it. They weren't just silent. They didn't just ignore it for weeks on end. They actually came out pretty quickly yeah. and said something about it. There was a lot of noise, so I think it, I think it's you. It, 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 you're right. They did the right thing, um, but there was a lot of noise about those 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 things. And so it's yeah, it's good that that they because let's be honest, if you're fixing if you're sit, fixing the game for different pla across multi platforms, you know you're going to go by the business segment, the size of the business in the market, aren't you? <laughs> in terms of order of preference that the fix is going to get done. And, you know, we have to be honest, stage is not, you know, they're going to do the PlayStation version and the Xbox version before they get to the Stadia version, you know. And if it's, if it's based on the PC version, then we have to kind of wait for that and then get it and then 
make sure the fix is ported effectively and and stuff like that. So it, they're going to at the moment they're going to be lower down the rung in terms of the fixes and the patches. But absolutely, it's good to see because this could have been happening. And then what normally would have happened, I guess, with Stadia is you don't hear anything like even though, savage planet yeah yeah they even took though, almost a month to acknowledge it and there's like oh it's yeah. fixed, by the way yeah exactly so and 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 that's you're absolutely that's all about managing expectations if they said if they'd said like three weeks earlier a fix is in the works people are going oh good at least i know it's happening whereas you had this issue where people going hey outriders how outriders and they've had enough on their plate anyway across all the platforms but at least as you say it it just somebody at stadios that have gone to the publishers or developers and said can we can we just issue a statement saying you're looking at it and 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 that's just a placeholder to be honest until they get around to fixing it but at least it's them managing expectations and that's um you know that's important when it comes to communicating effectively i do want to add that i i read that state i was so happy when stadia came out with a statement for outriders because everybody was waiting 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 for something to come out but i will say and this is just my own personal opinion because nobody else is probably going to agree with it here but um when i got to the end of that statement the statement then almost meant nothing to me it was a huge turnoff they closed the door completely at the end of their statement, they said, yeah, and yeah. if you have any further questions, do not ask us. You go have to, to go to Outriders. Yeah. Well, they have enough on True. their plate. And no, you're hosting the game, you're Stadia. So I could tell there was frustration when they put out that statement. They didn't just do it for me. They didn't just do it for you. They were frustrated, tired of hearing it. And the fact mm-hmm. that they had to add that sentence at the end and close the door ticked me off. I just didn't really like their response. True. I, did you I go did you go and stand in the corner with your arms crossed for a little while? No, but it's just no you can't do that. You can't close the door to <laughs> yeah, your yeah, consumers, yeah. to yeah, your yeah, base. Yeah. Yeah. In a game that big where you release well, the demo any, version right. and allow yeah. that on your platform and then you close the door in your one statement you put out and said don't ask me anymore about this but we're acknowledging it just didn't like that other than that stadia has been bang up for three weeks but that was wrong yeah. i did notice that too i did as well but yeah so i'm looking at the time and let's kick up the pace a little bit because we still have to cover xcloud and Got some news in Shadow that I do want to talk about. So let's talk about these 10 games that was um, talked about, announced uh, with the indie for Google Stadia, right? So just quickly touch on these, and you guys just let me know. Hop on and tell me if you're interested in any one of these games. So but some exci- about- there's some, some, there's some, so there's obviously Dark Side Detectives Fumble in the Dark, is it? Yeah, if I remember rightly. Yeah, right. um, so we knew about that. So there was the titles that we knew because they were announced as part of the Stadia Makers or they'd come out as other things. But there's some titles that we weren't aware, certainly I wasn't aware of, uh, on there that look really uh, interesting. And, you know, that Google planted the seeds and now we are seeing the, you know, the trees bear fruit, as it were. And uh, I think it's really cool. And I also think the timing is really cool because because of the week they had before Easter, uh, or the last couple of weeks before Easter, and lots of sort of, you know, great statements, lots of game announcements, you know, all of the Resident Evil stuff, the JRPGs it just kept coming. And there's like 37 games already sort of this year been announced or something like that already. And... And it would have been easy for them to have a a quiet a quieter week, you know, which I would have expected because you can't keep up that that level of pace. But I know what 
you know, people, once people's, once the hype trains off, it's hard to then sort of say, now we're back to, you know, business as normal. And it will just be, you know, having said that is games every week, you know, games coming out all the time. Um, so this is great. This is a great kind of, uh, link from the previous, you know, good, strong week to, a you know, another positive week, but with a slightly different feel to it. Um, you know, that all these games might not be, I can't see myself doing the wine game. I wasn't a fan of farming simulator, you know? So uh, it, it's that kind of, um, you know, there's, but there's some really interesting things in there. Um, and it's good to see sky climbers when, when you followed the story of that, that's just really exciting. I think to sort of, you know, see that. I hope it lives up to expectations. That's always the risk with those sort of things. But um, yeah, some exciting, interesting things. That's what indies bring. And you never know what, you know, it might, one of them might be the next among us, you know. Yeah, true. Again, exciting stuff. Go ahead. Someone's going to hop on here. Oh, I'll hop on. I, I, uh, the only one that really interested me was Jay and Silent Bob. I from these ones to be <laughs> to, to be absolutely fair. Uh, what I'm hoping what we'll get next week is we get some uh, older AAA sort of games if they're just looking to fill out their library because I think we just need a bit more of these. Some of your mainstays, chucking a civilization, chucking a Bioshock, chucking whatever you can think of, even that. Uh, that's Jane sort of stuff. A couple of big hitters. I think Stadia will be cooking. I think we, we, we do just need a bit more of this mixed up a bit. Uh, it was great seeing the JRPGs, but I think we need something more uh, mainstream, mainstream AAA games, even if they're older ones. I, I think now you'll find you, sorry, I just think last year, I think that was much more the case. I think this year, you know, with, with their concentration will be ensuring it's the upcoming AAA games. I mean, I, I get where you're coming, but I would put my efforts if I if I had to divert my time and efforts, it would be into ensuring the upcoming AAA games are are coming to the platform day and date, which so far they seem to uh, be doing, and it's good to see. Plus, if you look at the uh, release schedule of April, there's stuff going on every week. Um, you know, in terms of game releases, there was what well, the games this week released, and then we've got what judgment in a week and a half. Um, some other games, I think, before that. It's it's busy, busy, busy. Um, so but just as long as they can keep that trip, trip, trip feed of games coming as they have done in the last three or four weeks, I think it's it's all good. And stuff like this is is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I think overall this was good. Um again, tell people if Tuesday's week be expecting something Thursday or Friday. Um, in, but, in fairness, Tuesday was a day after, you know, Easter, yeah. Monday. So I'll, true, let, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let them off. True. But yeah, um, overall, again, I'm not that big in indies, but lately I've been, you know, becoming really attracted to them because they're not the traditional, right? It, but, I mean, look at this game. It looks incredible. Look at... There's yeah, a real claymation, sorry, there's a real claymation yeah. element going on there that like really stop frame style animation. It looks really cool, really yeah. clever. Like that yeah. that that thing there. Yeah. So it's yeah. pretty cool. You know, I used to yeah, I used to complain about Stadia bringing so many indies. It's not the indies necessarily, it's the platformers. It's just so many like 8-bit platformer type yeah. stuff, games that can be played on your mobile device and they just 
now they're finally starting to bring more actual good indies. Yeah. No, this looks good. And again, shout outs to them um, for realizing the importance of indies. Again, not a big fan, but I know what they can do to push a platform forward like the Nintendo Switch, right? So I think this is overall really good for them. But well, yeah, Xbox, yeah, so Xbox had an indie showcase a couple of weeks ago, didn't they? That was bad. We don't mention that. We don't mention <laughs> All right, sorry. Hellmonkey Hel- Hel- still recovering from that? <laughs> <laughs> it was a three-hour event. Oh, yeah. Insane. Yeah, it was long, yeah. It, insane. Cool. Yeah, I really to... like about this list of 10 is as a pro member, I'm seeing a lot of really cool games I'm going to be able to try with my pro subscription <laughs> in the future. And that is not a downer. That is a good thing. I'm no, saying no, sure. yeah. If you can support and buy these games day one, sure. do it. But if you're a pro member and you, and you can wait, I see some really cool games I want like, to be able to try out, and I know they're going to hit pro. Oh, yeah. It's probably part of the, pay, you know, part of the deal of yeah. them backing it is that at some time the game could be a mail, made available you know, for pro. So that's a yeah, sort absolutely. of quid pro quo for them investing in grassroots along with unity to get these games, um, you know, get these developers off the ground. So yeah, definitely. There's so, so when you look at it from that lens to use chase's phrase, um, it, yeah, it, it makes it even more promising if you're a pro member, because you think, Oh, I'll get to try these games. You know, I've already bought sky climbers though. So. Yeah. Same. Looks good. Yeah. Same. Looks good. The game looks incredible. I think cool. it looks the biggest load of nonsense to go on. <laughs> so here's here's my thing. Duncan, you still actually. want to play the tax evasion turnip boy game from last week? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's got, true. At that, you get <laughs> at, least, at least that's got some action in it. <laughs> no, this game though, seriously, it's like, what the hell is this going? Is this game gonna be like? I'm seeing some breath of the wild feel i'm seeing some horizon zero done feel i'm seeing some like rts you know uh like total Rome. Yeah. it's like they're trying to that's my fear. Every, like, i mean my, look at this yeah like, my fear for the game is is they try to try to be too many you often see that their ambition the expectation might not meet their ambition i think and that's my that's my concern with this and i'd rather they narrowed the scope for a better game than try to be all things to all people right. and and miss the target if you sort of mean i mean they might pull it off because but they're very uh, there's only like two two of them uh, yeah. you know behind it and and they're quite protective of the bits that they work on which which it, it's good to you know but it also it worries me slightly because you need to be able to let go to to have the faith in other people to come in and and build that out right. and deliver a game on the ambition that, that they keep saying, because every so I see a post from them going, Oh, we're adding this element, you know, this element. And I'm just right. thinking, I, I, I feel the ambition may be too big. Yeah. I just bring it back a bit. I think, you know, I, I, I just want ahead. to say one more tiny thing about that. I watched the gameplay uh, footage of it. And it just bored me to tears watching it. It just, I was going, what is going on here? This just looks It, it looked like an early, early demo level, like when you go to, yeah. sometimes we might, you might make a pitch level for a, yeah. a publisher and you take it and you go, this is to give you an idea. We've, we've sort of built out this level uh, just to give you an idea of what it might look like. And it, it they're at that, it, they're at that pre-alpha stage and it looks like a pre-alpha to be yeah. honest. So I hope they learn from No Man's Skies, right? Don't yeah. overpromise and Ex- not be the, you yeah. know. So uh, 
but yeah, I I think personally the game looks quite interesting. So let's let's wait and see. But we got 15 minutes left, so let's push to X Cloud News, our Game Pass game streaming, or X whatever the hell they call this platform these days. But uh, GTA 5 is the biggest uh, news coming to Game Pass, which again was a game that was on there previously, then it left. They got Red Dead Redemption to that left, and now it's back. Um, just open this up to the panel. What's your and again, uh, Army? What's the other game that came to the platform? Uh, Zombie Army Four. Zombie Army Four was another one again. And NHL NHL Twenty One. Mm. Yeah, which so that's let, what let I, that's what I was yeah. excited for. Yeah. Some good games here, but I'll open up to you guys. Anyone jump in? For it's, G- GTA Five is it's also to, on cloud. That's the fundamental yeah. difference, isn't right. it? Yeah, that it wasn't previously. That is true. Yeah, that yeah. is 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 massive. The annoying thing about it, that's one of the examples that of the X Pass where games roll out because I had it on. I had it. I you know played it for a while. And I remember a few months later, my daughter, because her boyfriend was in playing it, and she said, "All right, I'll play it with you." And came down and said, "Dad, have we got GTA Five." And I said, "Yeah, yeah, it was on Games Pass." And then we fired it up, and of course, it wasn't there anymore. So that kind of indicated that annoyance of games falling out of, of Games Pass. But I think it's not really just the. This is massive, to be honest, because it's not about GTA Five coming to Games Pass. It's about it being available in the cloud it's a big yeah game to have available on your cloud your yes. supplementary cloud service which is what this xbox is so i think that is a but uh, you know I, i've come to expect it from xbox the kind of moves <laughs> and stuff they're doing now is like yeah but I, they're I not was, mucking, they're not mucking about are they right i would say at, at this point xbox are they they're just the bullies on the block right they, they know what people want to see what people want and they really try to make it happen um yeah, there, you, there's a lovable bullies though uh yeah <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. If, the, char- the charming if, ones yeah if you love xbox then you love spill uh phil spence and you love what they're doing but uh, for other people, though, it's like this is a they they know what GT two games that people request highly on like for Stadia, GeForce Now is this game and Call of Duty, and so the fact that they have this tells me that they're probably trying to get Call of Duty on Game Pass. But again, I know Sony and uh, Activision has some exclusive to Call of Duty going on, so it's going to be quite interesting to see. But just open this up to the panel. What's your take on this move right here? Again, GTA 5, we've seen Zombie Army 4. Disney, I'm really excited for these Disney games, man. <laughs> like my kiddos. <laughs> Rush. Are... Yeah, my my daughter had Rush fun playing Rush. Yeah. yeah. It's great yeah. for kids. Right. Right. But yeah, just open it up. Anyone can just hop on. What's your take on these games coming? I think the, the aspiration, and I've mentioned this before, is that they want they're in that kind of weird space at the moment where in an ideal world every game they get is is playable across every platform that they operate on mm-hmm. but for because cloud gaming in particular is in its early stage in this whole kind of multi-platform approach uh, is in its early stages. Developers and publishers are still at that kind of slight. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure quite yet, and you know, and stuff like that. And they have to catch up with the way. Uh, they have to catch up with Xbox 
kind of aspirations in terms of basically what Xbox One is every game they get, you can play on Ultimate Games Pass on every platform. That's all they want because that's that's going to be their central strategy going forward. It's like play the hey, we've heard this before, but play the games on the devices you're on. You know, play the games where you want to play. That's what they want. And at the moment, they're in that weird land where, well, and it's a bit confusing to consumer from my point of view, where some games are, oh, oh, so this, you know, it's, it's available on Games Pass, but only on console. Or it's available on Games Pass, but this one's, oh, no, no, this one's just on PC. Or this one's on console and cloud. And it's it's like, you have to sort of go and check, oh, which is which are they all on? And I think I can see a certain frustration on their part. They'd love to be able to just say, it's it's everywhere. Play it where you want. Yeah. You know, in, in time, when the series X-Blade becomes a thin in the cloud, maybe that will be the reality of this situation, yeah. right? That's where they're building to. That's what yeah. they're building to. Yeah. Just to go on to Clive's point here, if you actually go through them games, uh, you would see the majority of them are going on to Clive, which I have... Uh, there is definitely a big focus in getting these games onto X Cloud. There's just the notable absolutely. ones now. I, I think they're are... only doing so. They, I think they would. Own, they, they're probably only doing deals on the basis that is available on X Cloud. Right. That, well, Rush, that would Rush be... was already on Game Pass, and they just added it to Cloud this yeah, week. Yeah. That's absolutely. I think it's like you know, in the in, in you know, I work in television, and you know you. You know, you want it available on the, you want the 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 program available on the SVOD platform, as a, as as a sort of, you know, so we're a broadcast channel, but it has to be, we have to have it on on the SVOD channels. There's no question about it. So, you know, and it's a, so I see I see parallels with with you know, something like uh, Xbox, where you're not going to do the deal if you can't if it's not on now going forward. That would be their strategy. It's it has to be on on cloud full stop otherwise we won't we won't do the you know we won't do the deal because it's not worth it you, they, you know the expectation of the consumer will slowly grow to where they'll expect it on the cloud so you have to have the game on the cloud and that's that is clearly the strategy and they're they're doing a really good job at you know building that out there's no arguing about what you know the the library yeah they definitely have a pretty strong library Anyone uh, else want to add to this uh, news? I think the work that Xbox and Microsoft are putting into not just Game Pass, but in cloud and X cloud, which we'll probably always freaking call it that, are really paving the way for all cloud gaming, kind of like Stadia started doing as well in the beginning, because they're going to be pushing, like Clive's saying, they're going to push these developers to make deals where your game comes to Game Pass, including cloud. And as they push and push and push for that, it will make it easier for other companies to be able to do the same thing. So I it'll, think it'll having them in the, the forefront, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's it'll be the de facto be business position. You know, yeah. as you say, across the whole of the whole of business, it's just there's always that reluctance. Yes, when when companies are unsure of the business model, you know, until until this, so you had sort of music, you saw it in film and TV, but once they become comfortable, so for instance, one of the things in TV is, or oh, we'll lose value in our DVD sales. Well, what inevitably happened is the DVD sales dropped. Plus, if you're if you're if you take something like Friends, you'd think that'd been rinsed to death, but it's had a whole new lease of life, which is which is has you know kind of increased and promoted the brand. The biggest selling game on Xbox this week is Outriders, mm-hmm. and part of that is driven round the noise 
of having Outriders as part of Games Pass. So, yeah. so what, what publishers will begin to realize is that there is an advantage, for instance, of being part of Game Pass or being part of Stadia Pro in the future or maybe being a loon again because it creates, if the platform's big enough, it will create a buzz which increases the profile of the, the number of players. So if you're selling loot boxes or whatever, that's great, or DLC. But it helps create an extra buzz and that that makes the title, people talk about the title and then people who don't perhaps have Game Pass say, well, I might, everybody's talk about it or my mates are playing it. I'll go and buy it. So, but it takes a while for sometimes you know, publishers and stuff to see to see that there is this kind of weird benefit of giving a of allowing a game to be free for a while on some kind of platform. True, true. Anyone else want to add to that before we move forward to Shadow News? I have some stuff to say. If anyone else done, go on, Alice. All right. So I think, again, I can't stress this enough about it being a bullish move. Um, and I think, you know, Microsoft's doing a good job just listening to what the consumers are wanting. In a way, I, I think they they know, right? Phil Spencer and the Xbox team, I think they do a good job. They probably learn. Sorry, I keep jumping. For instance, but I think they learned from the launch of the Xbox um one well, next, right? It's not about what Microsoft thinks is best, right? Again, Sony struggled with that with the launch of the PS3. They wanted to push the cell processor chip. They wanted to push Blu-ray. And they thought they knew what was best. And they learned that mistake. Microsoft repeated that mistake with the launch of the Xbox uh, uh, One X and One S, right? But I feel like now they're open to what the consumers are wanting and these moves, they they knew what like getting outriders on day one would Massive, mean, yeah. you know. Yeah, they know what GTA Five on the cloud. They just didn't get it on consoles or PC. They got it on cloud. They knew what that meant going against stuff like Google Stadia or GeForce Now, right? They know that's a very highly requested game. So I I just have to say kudos to Microsoft for. Definitely been I I I don't think it's it's fair and great for the you know consumers, but for the Xbox brand, they're they're killing it and they bring in value to the Xbox customers. Um so I do have to say this is this is brilliant. And what is surprising about this is that they announced this news on Monday and the game released on Thursday. Right, so who knows what other games they have coming to Game Pass that they're just sitting on, or they're working towards bringing to the platform. That we, I, I think there's a lot of noise and a lot of movement happening for Game Pass behind the did scenes you, that we're not seen. But go ahead. Um, did you hear about the going to Steam? Is the big one? Wait, say it again. What going to Steam? Yes, you heard you heard that right. Game Pass going to Steam. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. I saw that too. How big would that be, right? That'll be freaking massive, I must say. But again, behind the scenes, I think there's a lot going on for Game Pass. And it's pretty cool. Uh so from that article stated that Steam is actually trying to get them, 
right? It wasn't the other way around. I think people have seen the value of Game Pass, and I, you know, again, Outriders come in to play base numbers, right? People have seen the value, and I think people are actually approaching Microsoft saying, hey, can we get on here? Which, for a company, that is brilliant, right? That's what you want. Instead of you trying to sell your product, people are coming to you saying, hey, can we get that in? You see that with Netflix, right? Any any like uh, uh, DVD player, they're trying to get Netflix. Nintendo Switch, that was a big thing when they released. Hey, when is uh, Netflix coming to Switch? That's a good problem to have for a company. And I feel like Microsoft's positioned themselves and positioned themselves in a great place right now with Game Pass. Do you think this is a bit of reverse psychology where they kind of like pressured Steam into asking them to be on there to put pressure on GeForce now since they have that partnership with Steam? That's a good question. If anybody could pull that off, it would be it would be Microsoft, but it's just the strategic move that that would be involved with doing that. That is that is pretty uh pretty brilliant um to think of actually. Possibly. Possibly. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But no. Um good stuff. Good anyone that's I'll I'll be thinking about that one, Ben. But uh anyone else have anything else to add to this, man? This is uh crazy news right now. Yeah, right. competition is good, isn't it? That's all. It's, it's it is. It's they, great. They're setting it's great. they sent the set the benchmark high and others have to follow. Yeah. So let's hop on to Shadow. Now I'll just be a hundred hundred percent honest with you guys. I was actually trying to sheet uh while y'all were talking to kind of read up on what what's going on with this uh this platform uh mark put out an excellent video started watching it and my daughter interrupted me so i didn't finish it but if you want the full breakdown on what the hell is going on with shadow right now check out mark's video um but i'm gonna quickly just go over this so from what i'm seeing here these four they got four offers right and it's been reduced to two and maybe jerry if you know more about this hop on because again trying to just update myself with it right now. Um, But from what I'm hearing, there hasn't been an official decision made yet, but it's, it seems like they're sitting on two offers right now. And it seems like if they accept this, that things are kind of going to remain the same, but then pushing gaming through shadow still Um, again, this is new news. Still trying to figure it out, but Jerry, if you know more about this, hop on again. Um, Mark, yeah, Mark's video is absolutely fantastic. That's where I gained a lot of my information as well. On top of trying to read up on articles, uh, he was also great and sent us the English translated articles yeah. <laughs> that we could read. Uh, uh, I don't know if he's watching, but thank you, Mark, because he he really was on it today with Shadow yeah. and. Yeah, it does seem like there's there's some hope. There's a glimmer of hope. There's a couple of offers, but they weren't able to make like the deadline of like a for sure like midnight Thursday. Like this is the company that's going to purchase. But it does look like if either one of them do purchase Shadow, it has life ahead of it. It could continue as is, get absorbed, 
hopefully get moving on upgrades faster and that type of thing. I did hear something like they need over 800,000 subscribers to be profitable. And there's a lot of numbers being thrown around to try to figure these things out, but it's more hopeful than it was a week or two ago uh, for sure. But anything can fall through and anything can happen. So I don't like the whole, we don't know yet and the deadlines passed. So I'm taking a lot of this with a grain of salt, to be honest. True. I don't want to jump up and down and celebrate the shadows not going anywhere yet. Because yeah. we just don't know. There's still a lot of moving parts, but at least it does seem positive for people. Yeah. Like I said, hopeful. a lot of people make their living off of Shadow. I, sure. I, I, I would hate to see this go. It's one of the best virtual PCs you can access. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ben, what were you going to say? I was going to say, it just seems, not not to be like overly optimistic like Mark is saying, or not, or not Mark, like Jerry is saying, um, but it seems hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Again, though, uh, like Jerry was saying, though, uh, the fact that they passed the deadline and haven't made a decision yet is kind of, I get it, just two people, you know, that they're looking at. But when you set a deadline and deadline comes and nothing's happened to me, um, I get a little concerned. But I did want to check in with Duncan, though, and see uh, what, what are your thoughts with this or any... I, I'm just going to sit back and see what happens. I'm still worried about because this is still all up in the air and this could just go like that. Uh, I think we just have to suck it and see. We just have to see what it's going to But It looks like it's going to be coming to a conclusion pretty soon, one way or the other, which, which is probably better. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just hanging on and just waiting and waiting and waiting. Good to hear. I'm also you, hearing Tom? that, like, I'm sorry, that, like, the, the bidding could be separate for the U.S. and the EU and stuff. So, like, it may not even exist in certain areas the same yeah. way. Uh, another huge concern that it could get fragmented or shut down in certain parts and not others. Hmm. Interesting. I, I'm generally, I'm generally an, op, uh, uh, an optimist, uh, generally. Um, and, but when, when I saw they had bankruptcy troubles, I was very pessimistic. Just from experience in business and stuff like that, that it 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 wasn't just it struck me it wasn't just a simple case of oh it's a financial restructure in that kind of way that Americans do it. You know, um, you know, chapter eleven is is almost just part and parcel of 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 business processes, you know, you find in the, in the U S and stuff a lot of the times. So, uh, but I I wasn't, I wasn't that optimistic. And when, as you say, when deadlines are missed, I think they're trying to put a good gloss on it, but there are too many (laughs) variables at stake. And it only takes one of those variables to fall through on the whole house of cards collapses. Just from a business point of view, that's why every piece needs to be in place um, for for it to be, you know, for the deal to a deal to be successful. And if it didn't work before, and it may, you know, it may not have worked before because there wasn't enough cash or investment, um, you know, generally. I love what you know the concept. What Shadow did, I admired them. You know, when I had. You know, Shadow a long time ago, you know, that there's this sort of smallish French company doing, uh, you know, doing what was something quite powerful, you know, um, 
you know, when I try, I played Sea. I was a massive Sea of Thieves fan. I still am a little bit. Um, but I, you know, when I tried played Sea of Thieves on PC on Shadow, uh, you know, whacked up to the max, it was like, oh my god, this this really works. It was. I had a few intermittent issues and with audio and stuff like that. But when it worked, it was really amazing. But then I also do editing. And that's a great thing. You know, I tried editing and it was like, yeah. wow, because I had a like a rubbishy sort of laptop. But when I was d- using this kind of full-blown PC, and that's what people forget, it's not a, you know, it's not just about gaming. It's about this PC, and if you're a content yeah. creator, really, really powerful. So I admired them for what they were doing because it was really good, smooth technology, especially the app and the way it all operated. Loved it. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've had my concerns since they announced the, the 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 problems and. Whilst it's good to say that, you know, that they're trying to keep people informed, which is always good. There are a lot of variables that are at risk. So I would remain on the pessimistic side of the line. True, true. I am looking at the time. My wife just came in and she was just like, what are you doing? Anyway, yeah. But man, great, great discussion. And again, check out Mark's video if you guys were um, curious and had questions about Shadow. He did a great, it's an eight minute video, very descriptive. And, you know, he knows a lot about what's, you know, Shadow. So it'll be a good, good take on what's going on. But good to have you, Clive. Uh, just let's give the members a chance to plug the channels in. Uh, let you guys know where you can find them so to get started duncan what do you do where can people find you uh i am over cloudy of games i am going to plug this uh we are doing the stadia grand prix next weekend there is still time to run the hell monkey off the road are, are you taking part hell monkey <laughs> No, he's not going to take it now. He can't even run that agent off the road. But if you want to uh, take part, this is a full GP uh, Grand Prix taking place next week. If you want to shout out to myself or Sammy in the cloud, it is on Stadia, and you never know what will happen during it. I think there's maybe one or two spots left. So if you're interested, jump onto that. Cool, cool. How about you, Jerry? What do you do? Where can people find you, sir? I want to know how Ace keeps finding the content creators I follow and then getting them on the podcast so I can meet them because it's freaking awesome. <laughs> so uh, having Clive here was was great because I followed him for a while and again I got to meet somebody awesome that I follow. So Thank anyway, uh, uh, Game Tech Planet on YouTube and and Twitter as always. Console Cloud PC having a lot of fun over there. Cool, cool. Ben, sir, what do you do and where can people find you? I'm just a cloud gaming enthusiast um you can find me on discord or on twitter um i'm always resharing dunking stuff even if it gets him in trouble i typically dodge it (laughs) cool cool and then clive sir what do you do and where can people find you yeah you can find me on youtube clive linden there's a spell in there uh and on my twitter at twitter and clive linden and then you can find my alter ego Lord Kenzel on Lord Kenzel of Stadia YouTube channel. He streams every Tuesday now, every Tuesday night. Uh, but gen- don't, I'll probably sub to him, but don't watch him. But watch me <laughs> on uh, Stadia Monday night chat um, every Monday. Guys, again, if you guys haven't watched that Monday night show, uh, do. I mean, I'm so impressed by the amount of work that you put towards making that show possible. Good stuff. Highly, highly would recommend it um great to have you on here clive 
It's been uh, great. Again. Yeah, I love the discussion. Sorry about that. Um, my kid was about to break my door down. But um, Hell Monkey, do you just want to give a? Oh my goodness, do you want to give a shout out? Uh, yeah, guys, we'll just feed me on here, bringing you all the latest news and info. And yeah, just echo what Jerry says. It's an amazing to be on the same show as this guy here. His show is amazing. Thank Good you. <laughs> all right, fellas, I gotta get going. My kiddo's literally here. Look at Hi, this Dad. kid. Oh my goodness. All right, fellas, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. One, two. All right, okay. All right. It was his birthday yesterday. He got a toy gun. All right. Um, fellas, we'll catch you guys next show. Uh, we'll see you guys next Saturday at 2 p.m. Clive. As always, great to have you, man. And we'll see you guys next week. Say bye. 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 All right. Bye, y'all. <laughs>